unexpected success. But it was EDT, through high-profile demonstrations against governments and businesses, that first popularized the idea of politically driven DDoS attacks, creating the foundation that others would use well into the future. The incident that brought EDT together came in late 1997. The revolutionary Zapatista army had rebelled for years against the Mexican government, and in December of that year, the violence came to a head when 45 people, including 15 children, were killed during an attack in the state of Chiapas, in a town sympathetic to the Zapatistas. The Zapatistas' leaders were clear on who they blamed, President Zedillo. He condemned the massacre, but surviving witnesses said the gunmen were allied with Zedillo's political party. The direct responsibility for this bloody event lies on the shoulders of Ernesto Zedillo and Interior Ministry officials who two years ago gave the green light for the army to fight a counterinsurgency war in Chiapas, the Zapatistas said in a communique. The attack brought EDT's members together under a common cause, and a lineup coalesced with four members, Brett Stahlbaum and Carmen Karasik, Two artists with technical expertise formed the coding backbone of the group. Dominguez and Stefan Ray, activists more interested in theory, were its philosophers. Dominguez and Ray, who were already involved in Zapatista solidarity efforts in the U.S., began to discuss the idea of an electronic civil disobedience action. Stahlbaum wrote an early draft of what would become Floodnet and worked with Karasik, who improved on the concept with him. EDT planned a series of actions for 1998, starting with a response to the Chiapas Massacre. In April, Dominguez sent out a series of notes alerting people to the plan. Floodnet, Tactical Version 1.0, would target the website of President Zedillo, with the goal of bringing attention to the killings. The group bristles now at the idea it intended to bring down the site, but did foresee the possibility that access would be disrupted. In one clever twist, the program even let users customize messages attached to their server requests, pinging for information like truth or justice. In a stylistic flourish with little practical use in a pre-social media era, the users could send word or phrase-related queries to the site, which would spit out errors in the server log. Truth not found. Justice not found. The first action attempted that month, launched in a pair of two-hour stretches, brought in more than 8,000 individuals, EDT later claimed. The group received reports that, although it did not seem entirely disabled, the site was at times inaccessible. But the group saved its most organized action for the Ars Festival, which Dominguez and Ray attended in person, a grand demonstration of Floodnet, once again targeting Zadillo's website, as well as the Frankfurt Stock Exchange and Pentagon. The festival had always been a haven for the hacker counterculture, with icons like William Gibson making the journey to speak, and participants didn't shy away from the political. One prescient exhibit from 1998 featured a miniature border wall topped with security cameras. That year, the theme was information warfare, and EDT was invited to attend alongside prominent hackers, including groups like the Hippies from Hell, a radical Dutch collective that Dominguez says considered EDT impure. He remembers offering the use of Floodnet to another group in exchange for some beer. As other attendees discussed theoretical ideas, EDT was eager to act. Their action was planned for the third day of the festival, and it drew considerable media attention. 
As usual, the group announced its plans in advance, conscious of the attention it might garner, but a sign of sabotage appeared early. That morning, Dominguez says he received a threatening phone call from a Spanish speaker, who he claims said, We know who you are, but didn't reveal his identity. Dominguez believes it was Mexican agents, although this hasn't been substantiated. At 11 a.m. Lynn's time, web users began flooding the sites. The hits poured in for hours, from Italy, Japan, Malaysia, even, it appeared, from servers associated with U.S. education and military institutions. That afternoon, the group gave a talk on their work. But then something strange happened. I looked at my desktop and noticed a string of Java icons, little coffee cups, streaming across the bottom of the screen, Ray later wrote. And then FloodNet just froze. I saw this happen on several machines. Similar reports surfaced that some kind of error had halted the protest.